Hi, this is Julia Cho. And this is Leanne Chan. And you are listening to the K-Watch Party. Today we are recapping Love After Divorce, episodes five and six. Thank you so much for joining us. We are so happy to be doing this project with you guys. It means so much that you guys have stuck around with us. You know, clearly we are amateurs at this. I am literally sitting on the floor of Juliet's basement right now recording on a personal rebounder. Yeah, the exercise trampoline that she talks about incessantly. I'm sure. What did you find on TikTok? Yeah. It'll come (laughs) up. So I make fun of her. I always say, what are you doing? You tramping? You tramping? That's right. I'm a tramper. She's a tramp. So, Juliet, are you watching anything interesting right now? I am. Uh, A new Korean drama that I found on Netflix called A Time Called You. It is very classic k-drama in that somebody has died right I somebody see, has transported yeah. into a high school body but it's not it's not as cheesy as it sounds but it is very fun it's very cute it's like high school drama a little bit and then you know she's transporting body like through time um you know it's got a nice like filter haze on it so yeah. it feels like dreamy this sounds very close to what i'm watching but it's a reality show called 19 to 20 have you seen it on okay, netflix so i watch like I would say I watched like 10 minutes of it and uh-huh. it made me so uncomfortable. Because they're so young? Uncomfortable because I didn't, you know, maybe when I was a high school student, I wasn't that beautiful or that cool and like that in love that it just was like, that it like digs into a part of you that I'm like, wow. I don't want to, I don't want to relive this. So, so I just shut it off. You, it made you feel sad for your own childhood? It, oh, wow. Okay. It's so deep. I had the opposite reaction. So 19 to 20 is a reality dating show on Netflix. The premise is they brought together five girls and five boys who are 19 years old on the last week of their 19th birthday. And in Korea, everybody turns their next year's age on New Year's Eve. Oh, I see. When you said that, I, I was thinking, did they find people who have the exact, the same, exact same birthday? birthday? No, week? this is That's a Korean insane. thing. Right. And so, That's right. Right. So they all spend the last week of their 19th year together. And then at 20 in Korea, you're considered an adult. So then they become adults together on New Year's Eve. Mm. And it's very sweet. And they somehow managed to find the most earnest, sincere, beautiful. Beautiful. Truly. That's what I'm saying. Beautiful, but like down to earth. All the girls love each other. Uh, my husband did some research. He said that they did some crazy vetting for the show because there's a bullying problem in Korea. They that's what want, I was going to say. Yeah, you cannot have bullies. that in your past. Mm. They will dig. I mean, somebody will come out and say it and you'll be canceled yeah. forever. And the whole show will be besmirched. The internet said that they did crazy vetting for these kids because there were people on Physical 100 that had criminal backgrounds. Oh. Which, oh, duh. They looked it, for yeah. sure. Some of yeah. those men. No, duh. <laughs> those guys look like They've definitely gangsters. killed a few people mm-hmm. and will... They've taken a car shake. and smashed yeah. someone over the head exactly. with it. That's what they those guys look like. Down. So I think there was a little bit of backlash to that. So they wow. did a very good job picking these kids. And it's such a juxtaposition to watch these kids... And also watch Love After Divorce at the same time. Yes. Because these kids are so straightforward. They are very clear and mature in their conversations with both their friends on the girl side and the boy side. They are everything that you wish those love and divorce adults. It makes you 
just zoom right back to that time of oh, how you feel when okay. you're 19. Maybe Apparently, you had a very scarring <laughs> high school experience, and for you to relive that would be too much for you. Uh, so maybe you should stay with the broken people in love yeah. after divorce. Maybe that's this more your feels speed. feels more <laughs> relatable to me. Okay. Let's dive into episodes five and six. Episodes five and six. I'd say they were the fastest paced yet. Yes. They were jam-packed. Episode five, when I was watching episode five, I was like, oh, wow, there's so much going on. We were like, I was writing notes furiously. Yes, I have two and a half pages of notes just on episode five. Yeah. And then two and a half more pages on episode six. Right. But then you watch episode six after episode five and yeah, I completely... Deleted the rest. Yeah, I was deleted like, Deleted all of it. Who cares about yeah. episode five? Five was... A distant memory by the point of episode six. There were some jaw droppers in episode six. And we can get into it. Episode five, we saw two large group dates. One went to a watering hole and they did some zip lining. The other group went to do paddleboard yoga and some yoga on the beach. Azul, azul. Risky. Right. So risky, risky. And we also had a personal item one-on-one date, which also was very interesting concept where how much do you reveal about how yourself? Much, how, how much, much have do you been paying attention? Men know about these women at this yeah. point. Granted, it is day three. How I are thought you guys at all least so four or invested five. by yeah. day three? I yeah. mean, we had tears. We had some skin shit. So open and vulnerable and uh, also crazy. Like we know somebody is. So we had our first group date at the swimming hole. I thought the men were really interesting. Well, first Tom and his water shoes. Oh, did he I, have water shoes? It straight up looked like he had flippers on. <laughs> of course, it would, which would not have surprised uh-uh, uh-uh. me. <laughs> and he was so serious about swimming. He like abandoned all the women, which I, I think. Is, Jump right in. Yeah. Guy, yeah, go ahead. Just right. leave all, leave everyone yeah. behind. Again, he's here for sports camp. But I think that is indicative of the kind of man he is. And then, yeah, he's completely where we always say Jimmy's so chivalrous, and we see a lot of that yes. in his his one on one date with Sora later, and we'll talk about that. Tom is the opposite. I've seen him kind of say to Benita, like, "Let's go, let's go talk. We want to go yeah. talk." You know, no, no sugar, no sweetness, right. nothing to. It's all kind of just vinegar, apple cider vinegar. Apple the shots, cider. the shots he takes in the morning because That's right. you know, reduce inflammation while you're at it. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, he was there to explore a hole. Nobody, Nobody no woman's no, hole, just a no swimming holes hole. Available to him. Yeah, the, the those holes. holes are closed to him. Uh, but speaking of chivalry, I did think that Ricky really was standing out here. He was helping Sora. He was making sure she had her vest on. He's being a nice guy. He's not being awkward. Harim, we need to say. I, I, this act, is it an act? Is this like, I'm so nervous. I'm so scared. Yes, that, no. Yes, no. Okay. Is it an act? I mean, you could either call it an act or you can say it's good gameplay and she's strategic. Like that, <sighs> I know this kind of personality. I have seen it. There is a reason also why all the men are attracted to her. Because it's this Disney princess yes. thing we've been fed, which is act helpless. Yeah. Act like you need to be saved and a prince will come. And it is torturous to watch there's nothing more stomach turning to me than which a goes woman back to who does that our original maybe our first episode where we said that she seems very young watching Sora watch that go down right was so painful because Sora's like I would never 
I would be never. this. And, and, I and she sees Zora, right through her. So I like had so much respect for her yeah. because she knows how to stand her ground. She knows how to, she's very confident, but also knew to let Ricky take care of her. Like yeah. I thought that it was hard though, because she didn't <clears throat> play that same game as Hardim did. And look, maybe Hardim is really scared of water and scared of ATVs and scared of everything else. Yeah. I don't know. But Hardim played that game and Sora Another in another dating show, Sora would have cut in and been more aggressive. But Sora is just a mature person and isn't going to play these games. I have been in that position maybe when I was much younger where I felt yeah, like <laughs> I oh, wanted I to know. be like that. I wanted to be the hottie, but I could never get oh, myself to do it. And then no guy wanted me. So then <laughs> I, you're like, I'm like, a tramp. I yeah. tramp. And they're like, no, not the way we want, girl. But there was a moment that Harim kind of pulled at my heartstrings. And I, I, I know which one you're talking about. She's in the car. In the car, yes. She's kind of asking the other divorcees questions about how they've recovered from their divorces. And I wrote down in my notes, how fucking dare you make me feel bad for you? <laughs> because I only want to hate you. And everything that you do otherwise makes me hate you. But this, these but she, moments. She really proved that she's so broken inside. Because mm-hmm. she had said she would go out on dates post-divorce and then men would make her feel pretty, you know, make her feel good about herself. And then she would come home and or get in the car and cry. Yeah. And she couldn't figure out why. Right. Hottie was just not ready. She's not ready to be in a relationship. She needs to be healed. It sounds like in the car she feels like she has had time to heal. So I think... She think ready, and this is just who she is. And so but we're back to hate. Love it. Love it when it comes full circle back <laughs> yeah. to hate, because that's where I want to be we, when it comes yeah, to this we, woman. It feels good. I thought that was a highlight of the swimming. Oh, the pepper thing was funny. The pepper thing was Jerome eats the pepper. He's the chump. He plays it up for the table. It gets some laughs. And then fucking Tom with Tom his meditation. Brings, it's all in your head. While yeah. he's sweating and his ears are turning red. And it's great because everybody's making fun of him at the table yeah. for being, you know, for like being a fake. You know, he doesn't know how to make fun of himself. Right. Can't laugh at himself. Yeah. Doesn't understand why that could be endearing to women. Right. Is to show a little vulnerability. Yeah. That's the easiest way to show vulnerability. He has to be above it all. It's so off-putting in a man. One of the surprising things that we haven't heard yet because I know how much Koreans love to talk about their BMs. <laughs> Bowel movements for you non-Koreans out there. They're eating so much ice. Ice. That, I saw that. She kept going back for ice and I was like, girl, you're about to get some salsa diarrhea. <laughs> but I think Mexico gets a bad rap because I, I think the ice is now all filtered. Actually, we were just, yeah, we were just there we last were year together. together. We and, and did have diarrhea though. And <laughs> Not you to- or me. Wait, did no, you have I, it? You didn't get it? No. Uh, no. You got a little That's right. bit. I got... <laughs> That's right. I did. I forgot. I was mixing up my Mexico trip. What did we think we got? We it from? Oh, from to... a taco shop. It wasn't the water. It was a taco shop. The you last one. A, you don't think it was the fancy Michelin star restaurant? And uh... I was up all night. And then we had to get on an airplane. And then. That's right. On the airplane. The domino effect. Everyone started <laughs> to get it. Well, there's three of us on the airplane. So Julia, we already knew, was in trouble. <laughs> and then the other girl that was with us, she was wearing like a light colored sweatpant. And she had to walk by me down the aisle every time <laughs> she went to the bathroom. And I could see her like shimmying. 
you know, just clenching, hurriedly walking down the aisle. And I was so nervous for her because she had these very light-colored sweatpants on. And I was like, girl, you better make it. You still got 20 rows back there. Anyway, so... These guys seem to be doing okay. Yeah, We're not I seeing seen much any shimming. So, so much clenched running to you the bathroom. Yeah, there may have been some editing there. No, that watering hole to me, I was like, ooh, you better close your mouth. Mm-hmm. The next group, which was Jisoo, Hijin, Benita, so three women this time, mm-hmm. Dewey and Jimin, they went to the beach. They did some paddle boarding, which was hilarious, and then they did some yoga on the beach. Yes. Paddle boarding. Jimmy not being able to stand up was I amazing. Laughed out loud. If you were to see Jimmy unable sorry, to stand, done. done I cannot. Right? I can't handle you. You got no core. No core. No core. But he's all thighs. He's all thighs. Oh my god, is- those thighs. Which came in handy on the beat. Bro only does leg day. Yeah, only leg. Day. <laughs> Guys, never done a crunch. Nope. Yeah, him and Tom should exchange their workout routines because Tom is all upper body. Yes, right. He's no just hips. shoulders no and hips. arms, no hips, skinny legs. These two put together could really yeah, maybe they could make a, be a force to be reckoned with. Adonis. Yeah. Uh, Dewey, on the other hand, man of many talents, oh, BDE. Look, go. he was good at battle yoga. He yeah. looks like he hasn't seen the inside of a gym ever in his life. No. And yet, there he was, yeah. holding, holding his own. So I we talked about this last week and it's coming up again. But what I noticed in was Jimmy, he is a problem. The way that he couldn't tell Chizu that he didn't either he didn't want to do it with her or that be more direct with Hijin, it just made Chizu feel bad. And you could see, and she I think she mentioned it in one of those um, interviews where she was like, like five seconds I feel good. And then I'm like, what what's going on? Oh, and then he's offering to carry me. And then he doesn't look at me or He did this to her in the last episode where he told her he'd go on a date with her and then he didn't. And now today he's not being very clear in his actions towards her yeah. that he actually isn't uh, interested in her or maybe sending her the wrong signals. And later on in the episode, she has a breakdown about it and cries. That really, that scene really broke my yeah. heart. Then she went to talk to her mom, which as a mother of a daughter, it warmed my heart to yes. know that that's who she's calling. Yeah. And, and her mom was just said everything right. Yeah. Open up your heart yeah. to other people. There's nothing wrong with you. Yes. Give that mom a gold star. A and she's who said something that really, I think, revealed a lot about her. And she, the reason she is so attracted to Jimmy is that she feels they led very similar lives, having immigrated when they were younger. So they're not quite Korean, but they're not quite American. And finding somebody that has yeah. that... Uh, life path and that understanding is probably harder to find than even for people like us who are Korean American. There's more of us than there are that yeah. kind of one and a half generation. And we know and there's so, hella Chinese out there, so I got I never feel lonely. Yeah, thank you. you. We're we're all over. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's one other Korean kid at the school, and I'm always trying to get my son to play oh with him. God. And these guys are making fun of me because Juliet's favorite question, and she's been saying this since elementary school, is Are you Korean? But Koreans do that. Chinese people don't do that. I've never. There's too many of us, so you don't even care. There's no connection there. <laughs> yeah, th- but you're Korean- you're more like, are you from the valley? You don't even care. <laughs> I love if the valley girl. My oldest daughter went to tennis camp last year, and we don't have that many Asians in our neighborhood actually. And so this girl asked my daughter, "Are you Korean?" And my daughter came back to me because it's the first time anybody's asked her that 
Mm. And my first response to her was, she was Korean, wasn't she? And my daughter's like, yeah, I think so. I was like, mm-hmm. I know. I know that girl. That girl just only. She's a mini Juliet. She's a mini Juliet. She's got to know. We feel very connected to each other. It's and a tribe mentality. It's a minority tribe it mentality. It is a tribe mentality. Yeah. And especially because we live in an area we don't have a lot of us, mm-hmm. there's even more connection. When I'm in L.A., I'm not going around, obviously, because I'd be asking that for, you know, every single person. That well, everyone smells me. like Korean barbecue in L.A., yeah. so you can tell. But from just here, from when I see somebody that looks like me, I get really excited. <laughs> yeah, you do. The other big event in episode five is the personal item date. Not much to say here. The women all picked very obvious items. I thought Ricky going after Hadim's earrings was. Those earrings, too, like, from the early aughts. Like, who wears those things anymore? They look like those, like, shell lamps, you know? Do you think there's something to you liking somebody more because you know they like you? Yes, and I think that's the dynamic. And it comes up later on, too, where he said, oh, my interest peaked when you told me right. that you were inter- that I was still in the running. Which reminds me, I was reading this book as a fiction book by an Asian-American woman, and the, the one of the characters is studying social psychology and she said there is something in social psychology called the Midas touch mm-hmm. and so when you go to a restaurant and a waitress touches you there are studies that people tip more I think she's strategic in that way because if you see her she's quite touchy mm-hmm. with people well she did it to Dewey I think that they feel more naturally inclined towards her because she's very physical with people. Jerome pretended like he didn't know the perfume was Benita's. Mm. Again, like, you know, there's one way of doing things, which is Ricky, show your true intention. Jerome kind of wishy-washy pretending like he doesn't know, even though 100% knows because he's a little insecure that Benita's not going to want to go on a date with him. But I was also thinking early on in the first episode Jerome maybe this is just his style right yeah. he doesn't reveal his cards very early mm-hmm. he was asking all the guys like right like, when they got who, there remember he's like so who, who are you interested, interested in? in and they were like well, what about you and he's like no, I'm not telling. not telling you. You know, so he's <laughs> such a dick move. Yeah. The other person who stood out in the personal item game was Tom again being totally clueless. He just sat in a conversation with Jisoo telling everybody that she loves the color lilac. That's her favorite. That's a very specific color. Yes. And he, he completely doesn't even know what lilac is. Completely mis- Oh no. That man is into pastels. Oh. He knows a pastel. He's in his baby blues. <laughs> He's in his canary yellow. That guy knows a lavender lilac he is just not paying attention those were just kind of the only things that came out out of it but the dates themselves were fun um but that leads us into episode six so episode six is a lot of the one-on-one dates the personal dates it was nice to see them off campus one-on-one in these fun cancun restaurants i was very heartwarmed by Dewey and Heejin because during their reveal of their regions yes they both discovered they were Canadians yes something so true about I feel this every time I travel yeah being like finding somebody who kinship yeah Mm -hmm. from the same place you are she lit up and I I haven't seen her I know but I had that I watched that and I was like oh I know that exact feeling so I thought that was really nice otherwise their date was very sweet Sora and Jimmy's date they seemed very comfortable with yeah, each they other. Did it was seem a nice vibe. With each other. And I liked that she was letting him cut up her food. <laughs> you know, let's. That would make me feel so uncomfortable. Why She's really leaning in after chew that. Chew it for me. Salmon and say, okay, disgusting. <laughs> chew what? it and pass it into my mouth. I mean, what am okay. I? 
Well, I can't cut my own she food. She just wants to be taken care of. She had to do all the salmons the first day and probably had to cut up her husband, ex-husband's food. And he opened the door for her out of the cab. Yeah. He is a gentleman. We, Which, we question it, his, it, you He know. is. Yeah. He is. I feel like she's softening up the more um, these episodes are going. Yeah, but on. she was, again, picked last. Like it, it was a very yeah. obvious, that green earring. I knew when I right. saw the green yeah, earring, that knew. was her earring. And I sad for her. But it continues to happen week after week. Sora, if you're listening, there, there's love out there for you. <laughs> We're your neighbor. <laughs> we'll find you somebody. There were, were there other region reveals that were surprising too? There were a few that were really surprising. Hijin being from Vancouver. Right. And it's so funny that Austin, the MC, guessed that she was from Vancouver. Yeah, he, he she said she, said she, she doesn't have an LA vibe. She has a Canadian, Canadian vibe. vibe. Maybe she's thrown in a boot in somewhere and we just missed it. <laughs> she's <laughs> going a, outside. Oh, oh, oh. By the way, okay, I'm sorry. We have to take a little pause here because Mr. Austin. Yeah. Did you know he was on Physical 100? No, he wasn't. I looked, I was just looking was him he? up. Maybe yeah, he was and, so bad. And I went on his Instagram and I can't find a picture of him. He must have been like let go right. very early on. He must have dropped from the hanging rafters. Yeah, yeah. Quick. Everybody I've been telling about the fact that we're doing this podcast about Korean shows, they're like, oh my God, can you do Physical 100 when it comes back? And I was like, yes, of course. But is it going to be Physical 101 to 200? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Austin knew she was from Vancouver, which is so interesting. Her being from Vancouver makes sense. Dewey being from Canada also really makes sense. They're just, they're kind of nice. They're chill. Uh, they have a good vibe. Canadian through and through. Jerome being Orange County, Anaheim specifically, it was also surprising, I guess. I thought maybe he, he definitely had Seattle Seahawks gear. Yeah. So we thought well, he might have been from the Pacific Northwest, but it was so funny. We talked last week about how Jerome really bends himself to fit the narrative that he thinks Benita wants from him. Right. And he did it again because he was like, oh, I'm in Anaheim. And she's like, I'm in Glendale. And then he goes, oh, that's not far. It's a 30 to 40 minute yeah, drive. It was, was like, also like, no in what universe does it <laughs> take 30 in the morning. to 40 minutes? Exactly. No. Only in the middle of the night. Yeah. The traffic is It's a horrendous. solid one and a half hours in your car. It's hellish. It's terrible on the five. So, yeah, no, I thought it was hilarious that he, again, was like, oh, no, no, no big deal. No big deal. The location reveal is going to make a really big difference, I think, to people. And uh, everybody has cut Jimmy out. Jimmy is done. done. I'm sorry. You're on the East Coast. Can't do the three hour time difference. I mean, you and I both did long distance. I I understand why Jimmy is now cut out. We have both. You and I have both done long distance. Well, I haven't done a coast to coast long distance like you have. So I'd love to hear how how you guys made that work. Yeah, I I made him fly here. (laughs) (laughs) Did I fly over there one time? Sure didn't. He lived uh, on the East Coast. I lived here in LA and I wouldn't even pick him up from the airport because I'm sorry it's LAX 405 rush hour traffic on a Friday traffic in LA not happening so I would make him take a take a bus it was maybe a hot move on my I'm not proud of it but hey I got a ring out of it still (laughs) (laughs) so he knew who he was dealing with he knew who I was you and your husband we did do a little bit of long distance when I was living in Sacramento and he was in San Francisco and he ended up uh getting rid of his car I think we had we had gotten into an accident. So did he have like just, an Acura Integra rice rocket you know, souped it, up? <laughs> no, it was not even that. It was a uh, it was like an old man's car, a Camry. I can see your husband either in the most it was rice a rockety Toyota or a Camry. But anyway, he ended up getting rid of it and rode his bike around town. But then when he would come visit me, 
the first time he took the Greyhound bus. The murder which, bus. The murder bus, which <laughs> left at like 10 p.m. from San Francisco. And he's texting me, um, so everyone else on here has uh, just been released from prison and is nice. carrying a bag nice. of their clothes <laughs> in a trash bag. Nice. So uh, nice knowing you. So that, <laughs> even that was hard. We would only see each other on the weekends, mm-hmm. sometimes not at all, um, depending on our schedules. And it, it's hard. I, when it's, you're young, yes, it's fine. And right. who knows? These people may have kids. They, I know. You the know, kids thing like, will be really interesting to see because yeah. if you do have children, a long distance just will never work. Going back to the personal one-on-one dates, it really made my heart flutter to see Benita and Jerome get along so well. She also lit up in a way that she has not with anyone else. Mm-hmm. And you could tell she's just having a good time. His humor is such dad humor. He and makes yet, her laugh. And yet she was loving it. Mm-hmm. So I think she is trying so hard not to be into him. Right. But her, you know, what do you The heart wants what it wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's definitely. My mind is saying no. My body saying yes. Yeah. It was so cute with the bracelets. I thought they just had a really great day. I think she could be a little critical of him and it's a little hard to watch because he's already so insecure yes. about everything that she's kind of critical to him about. That, that was the one thing I would say. A little bit of a red flag is she is a little naggy and she's a little self-righteous about things. Yeah, I agree. Um, but who is it? You know, <laughs> right. The date was really sweet, and I think she had a really nice time. But again, got very disappointed after when Jerome just chose drunk karaoke instead of hanging out more with her. Yeah. That guy straight up was like, "Guys, where's everyone going? We're supposed we're, to be here to have yeah, he's fun. Like, we're having. You're supposed to be having a good time. Why are time you going here? outside to talk? Because they're here to find. Yes, you got four more days. He thinks he's at." A church retreat. Yep. He wants to play mafia. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh my gosh. And mafia he... at a church retreat. You've never experienced that, but mafia at a church retreat <laughs> is so fun. And you would stay up until 4 a.m. play. I know. The that's best. why he's trying. I imagine that's true. That's I And so he's he probably to trying to relive that. And everyone is like, no, we're going to go make out and play seven minutes in heaven. Yes. And Jerome's the one who's like, mafia, guys, or let's risk. <laughs> She was super disappointed in it, went and reached out to Tom, who's like, whatever. I, w- I wrote this analogy, and, I, you know, hopefully we have some sports fans out there. I don't know if I'm getting this right, but she was alley-ooping it for him, and then he would airball. <laughs> oh, my God. That was whatever. so bad. That, I don't even think that's right. But, you know, she's, like, doing the layup for him. And she he's, is. And he's, like, just missing. Right. It is very hard to airball off an alley-oop, I have to say. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I think it'd just be like off the rim. Anyway, we can uh, can dissect that later. This isn't a Bill Simmons podcast. (laughs) I mean, really, we've been just waiting. We've been holding ourselves back from talking about the biggest personal one-on-one date of them all. Here, here, hear me out. That was so boring. The, the two of them date. have nothing to talk the about. Two, they, they have nothing so to say to boring. each other. Yeah, they don't. They have nothing to say. They are so boring. It's like a hashtag free Ricky. I think she has spun a web around him mm-hmm. and transfixed him with her voodoo nonsense. Mm-hmm. And with her, her ears touch. are sending out some kind of microwaves that are scrambling his brain because this boy looks like he is being held captive also you sound so jaded you know that's what that's what puppy love is no. <laughs> the beginning no, of a relationship he's, he's a, a hostage and it was funny because when they did the regional reveal ricky says wow okay you're in seattle i'm in orange county that's a little far and she goes no it's not 
She's it's like, an hour by plane. Same time zone. Yeah, same time zone. So it's not. It's I know not. why you don't like her because she says she likes men with monolids. So you're scared for your <laughs> husband, aren't you? <laughs> if that girl came near my husband's, my husband would run away. That <laughs> That is not clearly not his type because that is not me. They clearly are into each other. They're just puppy yes. eyes at each other. And that is why when they walk away from the table, she grabs his hand. I I gasped. gasped. I My jaw dropped. My jaw literally hit the floor. It was. So bold. This is her first date. But this date girl with him. also strategy. That's the Midas touch I was talking about. Yeah. She knows. So they held hands all the way home. They decided to walk instead of taking a cab. Did that make my heart flutter a little bit? I'm sure. Not like, it's I very. Know. That, that's so. That that's, early. Yeah. That early you, chemistry. You have all you that, just the wanna flutters. Be, you want to yeah. be next to each other. You want to yes. touch each other. Yes. We don't have that anymore. That's that's why. That's why we're Gone. so bitter. Gone. <laughs> And they get home, and they're basically a couple now. Yeah. And they haven't announced it, but they're making everyone, it known. Everyone knows. Everyone knows except... Mr. Tom and, and Mr. Dewey. And Mr. Dewey. So Tom doesn't know because he's oblivious. And he thinks he's still making moves with Harem on day three slash four. Harem has been unavailable already since minute zero. She's told him many times, oh, my condition is not good. Unwell. I I am unwell. And so he is so clueless. But poor Dewey is now very shocked, I think, he's to so see shocked. that he, she's I gone. love that he was grasping at straws when he's talking to her. He's like, I mean, your voice, you have the best voice. That was gross. That was uncomfortable. But it made me feel really happy because it forced Hadim, that conversation where Dewey comes in to see Hadim after the dates and basically confronts her and says like, oh, are you off the market? Yeah. Like, why don't you and like al- me? And also, why do Yeah, I, I what, thought that what was happened? very respectful of him and good on his part and it made her feel so uncomfortable and i was like you deserve this you do you brought this on yourself yeah it's karma so i was on reddit looking up just how the interweb is thinking about these episodes which is so funny because i also went to reddit yesterday i was just curious on how people were feeling we definitely found the same thing okay Okay, okay. let's say what no is it is yours about hadim yes is it about her personal choices? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we definitely about the same okay. thing. Let's say it. One, two, three. Anti-vaxxer! Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, the internet tells us she is an anti-vaxxer. Real name is not Hadim, at least the one that she uses. It's Violet Quartz. You know, there were certain religious sects of people who did not believe yeah. in vaccines, and maybe she was dragged there by her oh, ex. Always giving her credit. I like, mean, listen. Hey, and by the way, she being an anti vaxxer is not. Everyone has the right to their opinions and their bodies, and they can do what they please. Are we anti vaxxers? No. Do we think that it's an indication that you might be a right wing nut? Maybe. And so <laughs> does it just go back into my file folder of things we find red flags about Harim? I think so. And okay. I my jaw dropped when I yeah, saw that, that. But also not surprised. I, I mean, it was shocking. I did not go so deep into clicking on all the links because I got all the information. <laughs> thank God I for needed. Reddit though. Yeah, thank God for all of you internet sleuths mm-hmm. out there. Like to find that information. Wow. So after their dates. They start to couple off other than Jerome, who's still sitting there singing his karaoke songs. That fool loves karaoke. And I, I know that you're being critical of him because this isn't what you're here for. But you, oh, Juliet, I would absolutely be, would there be there with him. Juliet loves karaoke. There was a point in our late 20s. 
every weekend without fail, you would get a text from Juliet. NRB? NRB? Playground? That Anybody? was That Anybody? was the place in San Francisco that we would go to that I think now is is defunct. Uh, but <laughs> They didn't have you to keep it afloat. I know. I had the guy on speed dial. I'm not even kidding. She's not I call kidding. call him and make a reservation. Every- was, so you would totally have been with Jerome I on the couch. I you know. I'm, I'm criticizing him because... Well, you're not here to yeah. have fun. Fall asleep on the couch after drinking way too much. Which that must be why he hasn't revealed his pop star past. Because then they can look him up that's, more specifically, right? Because right. I'm always wondering, like, if he would just to tell everybody, like, this is the reason why I like karaoke so much. I think they would give him a little bit more credit. Right. But now everyone just looks at him now as the like, guy who can't yeah, get off the couch and stop singing. However, on another side note, I happened to be in San Francisco the other day and I was walking by an apartment building and somebody was dropping off uh, wa- bottled water. Okay. okay. Oh, sparklets. Not sparklets. Oh. It was glass textured Ooh. bottles. Beautiful. Large so, like the sparklets? Large. So I look it up and it's a water delivery service of spring water but in glass Ooh. because it's sustainable or something. Man, this is so heavy. It, the guy looked like he was struggling. Poor guy. <laughs> he had to do like six of them and I looked it up. It was quite expensive. And, and you I was like, be very gentle when you drop you do. it. Because the sparklers, you can just throw them around. Yes. If they fall, no big the plastic. deal. This seems, but anyway, this seems impractical. This anyway, seems Jerome, if you want to up your game and you really want those uh, when water. When Benita comes over to visit, right, you gotta visit from Glendale, you better have some upgraded water That's coolers right. in your home. We've now solved the mystery of who the preview canoodlers yeah. are. It yeah. is Ricky and Harim being cozy on the bed together. Again, day three? Yeah. In a dorm room style. Those other men came in to sleep and those two These were... These two are horny. They're so horny. Rubbing under the blankets. <laughs> just over the pant. Nothing. <laughs> over the bra. Dry humping. Over the pant. Rubbing. That is, is, is the max that... No wonder Ricky looked so blue balled the next morning. <laughs> in that kitchen when he was like, yeah, yeah, we're dating. Breaking the news to Dewey and Tom. Uh, they could tell the blue balls on his face. Yeah. It's with her... It's her prisoner, Ricky. <laughs> Well, he's probably been uh, shackled to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Ricky, if you're listening and you need help. <laughs> blink twice. Blink twice. Bang on the wall next to you. We'll send help. Now it's time for Mary F. Kill. My favorite time. Mary. Who would you marry? Sora. Okay. Well, well, well. I think she's proving to be much softer mm-hmm. than we thought mm-hmm. um, from first impressions and I think she would be just... I also think that she kind of would leave you alone. Yeah. You know, like, all, let me go all do my thing. That's all I want. what? Let me Give do me my thing. space and my time. Mm-hmm. And I think she will have her own career. She'll take yeah. care of the salmon. She won't question the pile of Amazon boxes in front right. of our homes every day. Right. None of that. She'll leave yeah. us alone. Mary, for me, Heejin and Dewey. I want to... I My best friend is married to a Canadian. He's a real nice guy. <laughs> He's a good, solid guy. Chris, if you're listening, you're a good, solid guy. You know, that's that's like if somebody were to say, oh, I'm going to marry a Chinese girl because my best friend is married to a Chinese girl. They're all no, the Canadians, same. Canadians have Canadians, you know, they're known for being nice. How can you go wrong? You don't hear about Canadian men murdering their wives for affairs and then burying their bodies, right? Like you hear that in America. Don't hear that in Canada. Fuck. Who would you, who would you fuck? Oh, I forgot to say I would marry Tom. 
on the uh, men's side. What? Also, I think he would let me do my thing. He'd be yeah. working out at 6 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. and I could sleep in. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't bother me. Sure. Uh, you could share his eye mask. I, I would tape his mouth up, you know? You would tape his we mouth up. We would tape up. each other's mouth up. Mm-hmm. It would be a very symbiotic relationship right. and you guys could share the tips that you would learn that day. Yeah. And on that note, I would fuck Tom because I was thinking about it. Maybe he studies the Kama Sutra. A lot, on oh. his enlightenment journey, that could be an aspect of his yes. teachings, yes. and so I could see what that. Now with those about. hips, though, he would be like, "Let me, let me get the book out. Hold on one second. I need the manual." <laughs> he should have gone on the yoga day to loosen up his hips. That's right. Uh, I would f Chizu and Jimmy. Okay, Chizu, a little pity. Oh, a little pity. She doesn't need your pity. She's a hot lady. She just seems so sad. Yeah. And I want her to know she's, she's, she is a. She can be loved. She can be loved. Jimmy, you know, he seems, he's got some strong legs. Those legs will be pumping. Yeah. All night long. No corp. You will be up against the wall. (laughs) Okay. You won't have to do any work because you'll be vertical. (laughs) That's right. I can be sleeping. His legs will carry you all night long in any position where legs are required. Kill. It goes without saying. Hottie and Ricky. Absolutely. Get out of here. They're probably going to, you know, but the thing is, we don't have to kill them. They're probably going to put on some Nike sneakers in like a cult. Oh, for Like a suicide pack so they can leave their, you know, their their earthly bodies and meet their alien god. Like that is what, we don't need to wish kill on them. They're going to do themselves Well, he's shackled to the wall. She's just going to slip it into his mouth. Knock on your wall for help. Okay, so that's Mary F. Kill. I think... It's interesting because we keep changing every week. I, I know. Every week I'm like, nothing else happens to make me want to change who I would pick in these categories. But somehow we always change it. And last, we have predictions. What do we think? Let's start with poor Jisoo. Do we think she's leaving with somebody? No. Do we think Heejin's leaving with somebody? Do we mm. think he? I don't think Heejin's that interested in Jimmy. Oh, I don't think so. She said thank you when he was <laughs> telling her how interested Comes he was. <laughs> okay, Sora. No. No. Benita. Do we think Benita and Jerome are going to leave together? It's looking promising. It's the, looking promising. The preview for next episode. We have not watched the next episode. The preview for the next episode looks promising. Hadim. It's definitely leaving... Well, oh, she's look. dragging Ricky out of there in a body bag. <laughs> but look, it's only day three. They have four days left. Honestly, anything can anything happen. Anything can happen. And he could see through her. She could She could flip-flop and all go of a sudden. towards Tom. Would not be surprised. Okay, so those are predictions. We don't think anybody is going to end up together except potentially our Ricky and Hadim. Hadim with her Midas touch. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you everybody for sticking around for another episode this of the K Watch so Party. This was super fun. We are going to be recapping episodes seven, seven and eight. eight next week. Look, we are new at this. You can tell from my hasty editing. You can tell from the poor audio that you've had to suffer through. All the maniacal laughing on my part. I'm sorry. And hey, look, I'm on a real bad mic. We've got two hand-me-down mics here. One, Juliet's is quite good. Mine is shit. So if you want better audio quality. We'll link our Venmos. Send us some money, you deadbeats. 
Yeah, we just doing this for free? Are you not entertained? Send us some money. Anyway, you think we're joking, but we're not. No, we're not. You know, I'm doing this for fun. But Julia is definitely doing this to earn some passive income. That's Girl right. wants advertisers. I, <laughs> she never wants to work again. So this is her this fallback is, plan. That's right. I got my eggs all into the podcast. Okay. Um, thank you again, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. If you like this podcast, or if you're one of the six friends we expect to have listened, please subscribe to this podcast and rate and review us.